Welcome to Be A Better Speaker with me, Graham David, expert speaker. And this podcast is for you if you want to be a better speaker, facilitator, presenter or trainer. It's full of practical tools, tips and techniques to help you be better. This podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk. In this episode, I want to talk about um, how you can start your presentation. So I'm going to give you three absolutely tried and tested ways to start your presentation. And these will pretty much suit um, most situations when you have to stand up and say a few words about yourself. Now, if you've never really considered what the first words out of your mouth are going to be when you walk on stage, then this episode is absolutely for you. Now, science tells us, research tells us, and frankly, brute experience tells us that the first few moments you're on stage are the most important. This is the time when actually the audience is at its most receptive. This is the time when the audience are most, whether whether you're the first speaker or the 15th speaker, in these first few moments, you have a little window of opportunity. Now, science and experience tells us that This is the bit that people recall and remember. This is the bit where you can most impact your audience those first few moments. So the question has to be asked, how much effort are you currently spending on your opening minute or two or three minutes? Now, I don't know you and I don't know how you present, but from all of the hundreds, maybe thousands of presentations I've seen, I'm going to guess you don't spend as much attention on your opening words as you might do. Because here's what most people do. What most people do is they work out their slides, and even if they're going to just use some pictures or going to try and do no slides at all, you know I'm a big fan of that, all of the effort goes into the point when they're already on stage and somehow miraculously the audience is already sitting wrapped in attention. That's not how it works. Because you have to get onto stage and you have to start speaking. And there's a few moments at the beginning. Now here's what most people do. Most people will walk on... Um, and the combination of some of these, they may apologise that the event has started late, they may apologise that this session is going to be quite heavy duty, there's a lot of detail in it, or fact, or uh, it's going to be quite quite complex, they might apologise for having a lot of slides to show, um, or uh, some very complicated slides, they may apologise for being nervous, uh, they may apologise for the fact that... Um, we started late this morning or there was some issue or something. Now, you'll notice there's a common thread in all of that, and that is an apology. So the first words often are a bit of an apology. Another strand that's very popular at the start of a presentation is walking in and saying, well, this is who I am, this is where I work, this is what I do. Um, kind of a very basic introduction. In fact, you've probably heard, you may have used these same words yourself, for those of you who don't know me, and then you go into your introduction. Occasionally people will show their, um, if it's a pitch, for example, or if it's uh, bringing a group of people together, they'll show their office or their team, or they'll show their, their uh, where they work, or they'll show their organisation chart. Now, I hate to break this to you, if this is going to burst your bubble, but none of that stuff is good enough. The apology is terrible. The, those of you who don't know me is over hackneyed and overused. The uh, the org chart, the picture of your premises, which, uh, let's be honest, it's a building. Uh, in all of these situations, it's not 
making the most of these opening moments when your audience most wants to hear from you. By the way, you possibly also have heard those jokes, and again, you may have used these yourself. Um, if you've just followed a really good speaker, you know, somebody's had everybody leaping and shouting and chanting and really interested and lots of humour. If you followed that speaker, you may have been tempted to walk out and go, huh, I've got to follow that. And the laugh you get then is not a genuine laugh, it's a pity laugh. They're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you. All right, I'm really sorry to break this to you. It's not, oh my goodness, I've never heard the, oh, I have to follow that line before. Of course, everyone's heard it before. It's as bad as the guy who says, welcome to the graveyard shift, straight after lunch. It was never funny. It's not funny now. And the more you hear it, the less funny it is. Please don't say that. It's just another apology for your lack of confidence in the presentation you're about to give. <laughs> By the way, I've recently heard people do this before lunch as well. So you get the hour slot before lunch. So some bright sparks turns up and goes, right, I'm what stands between you and lunch. Great. So a bit of an apology now with some adversarial challenge thrown in as well. Right. Let's ditch all of that. Instead, this is what I want you to do. And these are going to be the first words out of your mouth. I want to give you three options. You can mix, match, blend, chop and change. You can do one of these, two of these, or all three of these. Or you can completely ignore me and go back to what you have been doing. But that, by the way, defeats the whole purpose of listening to this episode. So let's get into it. Three best ways to start your presentation before you say your name, before you talk about the content, before you talk about what you want to get out of this session. The three things you could choose from. First of all, ask a question to the audience. I'll give you more details on this in a minute. But first of all, ask a question. Or you could tell a story. Or you can run some kind of activity. Now, let's, uh, let's do these in order, because I know this is the order in which most people prefer these three options. You can ask a question. That's easy. Now, that literally means when you walk on stage, the first words out of your mouth are a question. You don't say, hi, my name's Graham David, and I'm going to be talking to you about so-and-so, and let's start with a question. No, 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 no. What you do is you walk out and you ask a question. So, for the purposes of this uh, this episode i'm going to go with um for this this conference slot this mythical conference slot that we've, we're working on together we're going to do a half hour on um, what our teams and our departments can do to um, increase business and to uh, decrease cost and reduce staff turnover and sell more stuff right so there's a load there we could aim for in, in half an hour so the first question out first question out of my mouth might be What's the biggest challenge facing our industry today? And I might then hold that question. Now, if people start sticking their hands up, brilliant. We can get into their answers. If people just sit there looking absolutely shell-shocked and confused, as in, huh? Why haven't you got into the normal start about welcome to the graveyard shift? So what's the biggest industry, uh, biggest challenge facing our industry today? Absolute silence. I might go... That is what I want to look at in this conference. And then I'd introduce myself. My name's Graham David, and I'm from the so-and-so team, and this is what we're working on this half hour. Now, what you do with that question, even if nobody answers, the moment you ask that question, the moment you have the confidence, the nerve to just wait, as I did in my demonstration then, 
Your audience's attention is now on you and on your topic. Some people will be thinking about the question you've asked them. Brilliant. This is the engagement that you so desperately want to get. Some people will be confused. They're not sure if they should say something. Some people will mutter to the person next to them. Some people will look slightly embarrassed and glance down at their phones. You'll get a range of reactions. But what you won't get is that absolutely standard that everybody else gets. Oh, God, here we go. It's another one. Half an hour of this, then we can go to lunch. So you ask the question. Now, you can take answers from the audience, if that's appropriate. What a great way to start. You could say, what's the biggest challenge facing our industry today? I'm going to give you two minutes to speak to the people on your table. I'm going to give you two minutes to speak to the people next to you. And then I'm going to listen to some of your answers. Get started now, please. That could be your start. And then as you bring everybody back, right, let's get into some of these answers. Let me introduce myself. My name's Graham David. This is what we're going to be doing in this half hour. But I'm fascinated to hear your answers before we get into some of my suggestions. Now, you see what you're doing there? You're inviting the audience. You're telling them that their opinion is important. And it is. Because unless you are some floating two foot above the ground guru that nobody else can touch, chances are you're going to need whoever else is in the room, suggestions, input and opinions. The very least you're going to need is their buy-in. And by asking this question up front, you start to move your audience away from passively consuming what you say. And by the way, they're not really listening. You know that. To actually wanting to be engaged. So question is one of the most powerful ways to start your presentation. Let's move on to the second way. I said you could start the story. So imagine walking out and the first words being uh, into your story, not, hello, my name's Graham David and I'm here to tell you. Imagine walking into the stage. Now, the audience might have been applauding if you've been introduced. Uh, you might have just been called on by your MC if you're having like a, an MC situation. Um, it might just be you're the first person up on the, up on the stage. But even before you go into, right, good morning, let's get started. Okay, sorry we're a bit late. All of that stuff that everybody does, edit all of that out. Have the confidence to stand there and go straight into your story. A couple of years ago, I saw something, um, not in our industry, but in, in a related industry that really made me think, how well are we preparing for the future? Now imagine that. Imagine those first few words. Imagine seeing the audience rewriting in their brains the way that this is what we thought was going to happen and this is actually what is happening. You can, you can literally see in front of you, you could see people's brains scramble to keep up with where this is going. Now your story might be funny or humorous or ironic or shocking or emotional or personal or heartfelt or all of those things. But that story right at the start is the way to get your audience to want to choose to listen, to engage, to switch in, and to use those opening moments as positively as you can. Just imagine, as you get to the end of the story, and by the way, I don't know where that story is going, but just imagine the end of that story is, um, is, is some great punchline. Your audience goes, ha-ha, and there's the time you introduce yourself. And it was at that point that I realised if we don't do something now, today, right now, then we're going to struggle moving forward. 
My name is Graeme David and in this session I want us to work together to identify what our next stages are going to be. You see the power of that? So we've had a question, we've had a story. By the way, you can put these two or three together. So you could start with, I don't know if you remember where you were in 2017, in June. I know that I was, and then you're into your story. The very act of asking that first question hooks in your audience for all the reasons I said about questions to start with. Let's look at the third thing you can do. This is the one that people are most nervous about, some kind of activity, but actually I've already alluded to it. You remember in the questions I said you could talk to the person next to you, talk to the people on your table. Well, this is blending a question with an activity, getting your audience to do something with your question. So imagine walking out on stage, and again, you have to have the confidence to not say, before we start, I've got a little activity for you. This is something I want us to do. I know it's a bit unusual doing that. Every time you do that, what you're doing is you're understating the power of just doing one of these three things. The question, the story, or the activity. So you go straight into it. These got to be the first words out of your mouth. So you walk on stage, even if you've just been introduced, even if every other person in the conference walks out and says, hello, my name is, click on the PowerPoint. This is what I'm going to be talking to you about, click on the PowerPoint. This is my, um, my itinerary for this half hour, click on the PowerPoint. If that's what everybody else does, brilliant. You don't do it. You do something different. So you walk out, no introduction. No flim-flam about who you are and you're going to try something a bit different. Don't apologise for it even before you've started. Walk straight out. Hit the PowerPoint. There is a spreadsheet or a graph or a chart that means something to your audience. I'm going to give you three minutes with the person next to you to find the biggest concerns I have about this report, you say. Three minutes and then I'm going to want to know what you found. This, of course, presumes that the report or the graph or the chart you show is packed with various bits and pieces and details that your audience could and should and you'd expect them to find. On your tables, you will find an envelope. It has enough detail in there or enough copies of a report for each to have one copy between two. I'm going to give you two minutes to digest as much information as you can and then one minute to come up with your recommendations, what you would do in the situation outlined in that business case. That's three minutes. Your three minutes start now. Imagine that as the start of your presentation. Imagine the people scrambling to get into the detail. Imagine the, 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 the noise and the hubbub of the confusion as everybody starts ripping up these envelopes or reading what's up on the screen. As they all start disagreeing or uh, agreeing with each other or finding points of focus or comparison. How much more powerful would that be than, hello, this is what I'm going to tell you about, this is who I am. So I've given you three massively powerful ways that you can start your very next presentation. Now, it doesn't take a huge amount of effort. If you think about it, a question can be literally just a question and you move straight on. It can be a question where you invite people to give you answers. It could be a question where you, you ask people to shout out answers, pass a microphone around, um, different views. It's entirely up to you how you might want to do that. But the simplest, you can just ask the question, pause. You've got to pause. Just that long will be long enough. Or you could go into a story. And again, you go straight into the story. Practice your storytelling. I've talked about storytelling in other episodes. 
get people engaged, get them wanting to know what happens next, give them the punchline, give them the big reveal, give them the aha moments, the reason why you're telling the story, then introduce yourself. Or go straight into an activity. Here's the activity, here's what I want you to do, let's talk about it straight after. Do the activity, get that energy, get that engagement. Now just think about that. Think about your first two to three minutes compared to everybody else's presentation in your run of conference speeches on that particular day. Everybody else comes out and does the same thing. You do one of these three things, and remember, you can blend these three things. And your audience is engaged from the off. They're doing something, they're thinking, they're listening, they're critically evaluating what you're telling them. In some cases, they're challenging, in some cases, they're agreeing. So as you come out of that question, that story or activity, you then go into the body of your presentation. And now you're starting a few minutes in and your audience's engagement is up. Absolutely way beyond what it would be at any other time like this. So that's it for now. Hope that's of help. Look forward to getting your questions, your comments, your observations. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Be A Better Speaker. If you'd like to help me to keep making these podcasts for you, please consider subscribing right now. Leave a rating or leave a couple of words of encouragement. It'd be great to hear your reviews. My name's Graham David, expert speaker, and this podcast is sponsored by bluebeetle.co.uk and grahamdavid.co.uk.